Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. IKF is a, he's a serviceable shortstop, right? I was going to use this, yeah. You were going to use this in your, in your roast? Yeah. I'm glad, thank you for waiting. You're welcome. So Aaron Boone yesterday, and here's a quote, said, if Oswald Peraza wins the shortstop job at the end of camp, that Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, known as IKF, could have a lot of different roles on this team, even including playing in the outfield. That's the the last thing I want is an outfielder with zero power who's never played there before and might be a butcher out there. What are we what are we doing? Yeah, I don't understand why why that's even an option. Like, are you, are you that desperate to get him in the lineup offensively? But, right. If if it's Daniel Vogelback, right? If it's somebody like God, I got I have to just have to find a spot for him. IKF is at at best a mediocre offensive player. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's no there's no real sense of urgency to have me put him in a spot that he's never played before. And, you know, don't forget one of the reasons why the Yankees got off to such a great start, too, was, I mean, how good they were defensively. So now I'm going to I'm gonna put someone that could be maybe serviceable in left field that can't hit. Well, how is that attractive? At least Aaron Hicks is a, is a decent defensive left fielder. Right, and Oswaldo Cabrera showed you he can play left field. See, this is what annoys me about the Yankees, and and I know they're the Yankees. Why why do you have to put someone out of position in left field? That well, here, here's the thing: I know that there are people listening that are thinking to themselves, "Oh, here they go again. They're going to bash on the Yankees. The Yankees are a good team. I think the Yankees are going to win this division. I think they're the second best team in the American League. Why in the world would you be going into a season and think to yourself, you know, it'd be a great idea putting IKF in the outfield?" How does that make any semblance of sense? No, hold on though. To our defense, though, I, I didn't love. I, I didn't love when we felt like we had to keep playing. And you could at least understand Jeff McNeil to keep his bat in the lineup. But Jeff McNeil's a second baseman. Yeah, put him at second base. If the guy like you have, you have the means to get someone that's really good at left field. Get a really good left fielder. What are we playing games for with left field now? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, if I IKF is a third baseman, right? That's where he plays. What, why not say we'll give him some time at third base? Or, or you know what, shortstop. But if he loses that shortstop role, now, you, now you, gotta, you, you need to be creative to find a way to get IKF into your everyday lineup? No, no, I'm not having it. By the way, though, too, I, I'm not having him take up a bench spot and now have to, like, give me Cabrera as the guy that can play multiple positions over IKF. If Peraza wins the job at short, like, I don't need to see. I'm all set. I already got LeMahieu that can play third and can play second and can play first. Cabrera's showing you he can play all over the field. You know what I find frustrating from the Yankees? And if I was a Yankees fan, this would drive me crazy. 
they never actually just stand up and say, you know what? We made a mistake. Yeah, we screwed up. Y- you know what? Aaron Hicks is hes not really going to be able to play because he doesn't cut the muster and, and he's not capable. He's doesn't not at stay that healthy. level. Yeah. Right? Aaron, Aaron Hicks, no. IKF, you know what? We thought he was going to be a, a special player. We thought he was going to be able to play shortstop at a very high level. He can't. So he's going to be in the reserve role. Josh Donaldson, right? Instead, what a, Aaron Hicks, you're going to see him in left field. IKF, we're going to keep him in lineup. Josh Donaldson, he's going to have a big bounce back season. Why? Why can't they ever own and admit making a mistake? I don't know. It's one of the things that drives me crazy about Brian Cashman because I think he's awesome. I think he's great at what he does. But he's stubborn. He makes a move that he believes in. and He won't, he won't relent he off won't of it ad- for anything. He won't admit it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I saw that. I read that story. I was actually going to bring it up. I think it I has still to know be why. Up. Like in the biggest games of the season last season, you didn't want him at shortstop, and now why you're trying to find a way to make sure he can get in the lineup? Right. I mean, if I if I asked you to rank the Yankees solely on offensive performances, where, I mean, where does he rank? No, nowhere near the top. Well, no, gotta... but that's the thing, though. Like, like the whole the whole argument with Josh Donaldson, and I know people hate it because I don't think that a lot of people wanted Josh Donaldson to begin with at that money. Like, why would you trade for a player at his age for that amount of money? Was, you know, we didn't get what we expected offensively, but he was he was gold glove caliber third base. And he was great defensively third base. Like, IKF is an average offensive player that was supposed to be a great defensive shortstop. And he's not. So what, you're going to try to hide him in left field? God knows if he can play For what left. reason? It, right. So, so you can, what, get, get, that, get that, that bat hitting eighth in the lineup? That's what you want? That's what you're desperate for? Make, make, it makes zero sense. Let's go to some calls. People are fired up about this. Let's go to uh, Sean in the truck. Hey, Sean, you're on 9870 ESPN. Oh, my goodness. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Oh, my. I can't even I can't even put into words what I'm thinking right now. I mean, like, IKF, really? Like, you're sitting there, you're trying to work him into your everyday lineup. First of all, the guy barely got over the Mendoza line last year. He got barely a 200 hitter. No home, one home run. I'm sorry. And he made 10 errors in the first two months. He was brought here to be a defensive specialist, made about 10 errors in the first two months. It's like, why are we even entertaining this guy to be in our uh, everyday starting lineup? Do you see Houston trotting a guy with the same talent as, as IKF out there? No, man. They're like, they're a powerhouse, man. You can't be putting a guy like IKF. He's like an everyday backup shortstop, man. He's not, he's not a starting outfielder, infielder, whatever. So I don't know what Boone's thinking or Cashman's thinking, man, but it's just so disgusting. So I just, jeez, uh, Louise, man. But thanks for taking my call. Yeah, good, and thanks for making the call. Yeah, no, man, it would be really frustrating to me. Like, what, why, are we, why are we knocking down walls to try to get IKF into the, into the lineup? And I don't know that they want to do it every day. Right, I, I haven't seen that they wanted to make him the everyday left fielder, but but why are we so desperate to get him into the lineup? I just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but look at the options though for left field. That, that that's the problem I have with this thing though. I and mean, he's not listen. He's not a terrible hitter. I mean, he doesn't have power. He had four home runs, but he's like he's two sixty one. Um, but two sixty one with zero power is not exactly what you're looking for. No, I know. Okay, but if if he was going to be a really good defensive shortstop, you could live with. You know, less than stellar offensive numbers. He was he was brought in to be good defensively and a bat to ball guy. That's what he was brought in to be. But I have Cabrera who can play left. I got Hicks. There's talk now that Judge could play some left field. Right. I got Stanton, Stanton who right. could play left field. Like uh, on my on my list of guys I want in left field. 
I don't really have I don't really have one at the top of the list because I, I mean I would have thought because of the Yankees they'd go out and address the position but they haven't. Like there was some talk about about Profar maybe for left field, but I don't know, man. I don't know why there's this this need if he loses the starting shortstop job to have him play the Make him a bench guy. If if he can't be your starting shortstop, you know what? When Donaldson needs a day, you put him at third. When when Donaldson needs starting... a day, DJ LeMahieu's going to play third. Well, so so then you know what? Then he bec- he becomes a utility guy. Maybe he's a pinch runner. He's got some speed. Maybe you put him as a defensive replacement. Maybe once a week he gets a start. What what is so wrong with that? I don't understand. It drives me insane why the Yankees need to justify everything. Sometimes it just it doesn't work out, and that's okay. Teams make mistakes, but to compound the mistake by saying, what is, I mean, offensively, he's as pedestrian an offensive player as there is. You tell me you want to find a way to get Stanton's bat into the outfield. I, I get it. I understand why you'd want to do that. I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand why you'd be, oh, well, got to get IKF into the outfield. That, that makes no sense to me. No, I, when I read it, I didn't get it. But they brought him back. And I guess they'll try to find a way to use him, but I don't I don't like it. Yeah, it's very strange. Brandon in Staten Island. Hi, Brandon. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, good morning. Um, sorry, I just got to turn on my radio. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, um, that's what I appreciated about Brian Dable's run so much is that He's like the bizarro Yankees. Like, when, whenever a guy doesn't deserve to be on the field, it doesn't matter how much money you make. You're not getting on the field when it's Brian Dable. The Yankees don't get that. Like, I already know what IKF is. I already know what all these other guys are. I'd rather see all the kids play, you know, because at least, I, at least they have an upside. I don't know, I don't know what they, they're going to give me, but I know what the other guys are going to give me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we talked about this last week or, or two weeks ago. At a certain point, you got an idea what that player is and what his ceiling is. And if you think that Peraza or Cabrera and left have a higher ceiling, then I would, like, at a certain point, you got to let the kids, you got to let the young guys try to contribute. I guess the other thing, too, like, you know, a big part of a Major League Baseball season, especially if you're going to be a playoff team, is having guys healthy. Young players tend to stay healthier. Well, of course they do. So why not try to get a little bit younger? Could you imagine if Anthony Volpe doesn't get time? And IKF does. Well, Anthony Volpe's got to play. I don't know that he's going to start with the big club, though. No, I don't. No, I'm saying if Anthony Volpe wins the starting job and is going to play every day, you can't have Anthony Volpe come no, he up can't to be the majors guy. No. no, and sit on the bench. That can't happen. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe the Yankees have struck a nerve with the Yankees and the Yankees fan because I don't think they're very happy about this IKF story. Well, I think it's just, I mean, it's IKF, it's Donaldson, and it's Hicks. Those are the three names. I yeah, don't understand. Th- Here's the thing, though. I, I, what I don't understand okay. is you got Hicks, who no one really wants to see play left field. Oswaldo Cabrera did an unbelievable job. I mean, he played multiple positions and does does well in those positions, but he's not by trait a left fielder. Correct. Giancarlo Stanton can play left field, but they don't want him to because they want to keep him healthy. So you got Bader, who's a center fielder, legit center fielder in center. You got Aaron Judge, who plays gold glove caliber right field, one of the best right fielders in the league. And you talked about the importance of defense. You're the Yankees. This has nothing to do with IKF. This is more a Yankees issue. Why not go get someone that plays left field at a high level? Isn't that the isn't I, that the, the goal? I don't I don't know. You had Benintendi. You let him get away. I I don't. Here's what I don't like about the Yankees. And again, and we have to say this: they're going to be very good. They're a talented team. They're the favorites to win this division. I think they will win this division. But it's it's a rarity. That a team that's so good and has so many weapons has holes. Like the Yankees, in my mind, have a legitimate hole in left field. The Yankees, in my mind, could have a hole at shortstop. I'm not sure what they're going to wind up doing there and how, how progressed Volpe's going to be. And then third base can be a hole as well. I think It's very unusual that you'd look at it now and say, boy, you know what? A, th- a third of this team I'm very uncertain about. And you still think this team is going to win the division. But I think that's the point, though. It has this is not this is not an attack on IKF. I think IKF's a good guy, and he's a he's a pretty good baseball player. He's a major league baseball player. He's, you know what he is? He's fine. Uh, IKF the, is the, fine. The bigger the bigger point is is like, and you mentioned Stanton. I could understand that if you want to make sure his bat is always in the lineup, and you also want to free up the DH spot to give other guys a break, whatever it is. But because he's so good offensively, that you'll You'll take a little less. You'll you'll overlook some of the defensive stuff because he's so good offensively. Like IKF is not. He wasn't a great shortstop. No. He's got a Gold Glove at third base. He was an average defensive shortstop, and now all of a sudden you're going to put him in a left field a position he hasn't played. So he's not going to be great defensively in left field. 
and he doesn't bring much offensively. No, he he's eh, offensively, and now you're gonna you're gonna just manipulate him and say, well, well, can we get him out in left field in case we need it? It just, I don't. Maybe I'm missing the boat. It just it doesn't make sense. I would rather them go out and get someone that can actually play left field. Like an actual left fielder? Like if Peraza wins the shortstop job, he can play shortstop, right? So Cabrera, who I like, and I think Yankees fans like, he can also play shortstop. You got DJ who can play second, first, and third base. You got Hicks in left field. Go get a left fielder. And if that left field, like you you can find places in the outfield because Hicks can play left, he can play center, he can play right. Like, why am I going to take IKF now and throw him in left field? For what reason? Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't make any semblance of sense. Let's go to some of the calls. Nick in Chicago. Good morning, Nick. You're on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, buddy? Hey, Dave. Rick, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I really don't understand this uh, potential move with IKF. Um, I mean, you're already playing a guy in left field that you don't like anyway in Aaron Hicks. Uh I, I don't know. I just don't understand what the Yankees are doing. Sometimes they're a little bit too honest. Uh, Aaron Boone just comes out and tells you everything. Uh, sometimes I wish they would just do something, play the young guys. Uh, let's just uh, see what happens. But I've never been more kind of upset going into a season. Which is amazing because, Nick, they're probably going to win, what, 98 games? Yeah, and then you look at and you look towards the playoffs and you just think, all right, how do we get past this monster? Well, that, see, see there, therein lies the issue. And thanks for the call. It's a good call. We'll hear from Kay in a second who said something about this yesterday. You're going to be good. I think right now, in my mind, Yankees second-best team in the American League. Nobody wants to be the second-best team in the American League if you're the Yankees. You want to be the best team. You want to go to the World Series. How do you get past the Houston Astros? Are you better than them right now? Other than they've maybe taken a step back, I, I don't know how you could say you're better than the Astros. I don't know if you can. I mean, the Astros bring in Abreu. I know they lose Verlander, but I mean, I would imagine at shortstop after seeing what Pena did in the in the playoffs. I mean, he'll have uh, an unbelievable regular season. Staff is good. Yeah, I mean, right now they're like the right now they're the gold standard. The Astros. That's, that's exactly and you're trying, right. You're trying to overtake them. I, I think you can almost I say Astros are the gold standard in baseball. Actually, but that. But here's the thing, though. I just don't understand. Though I, it's. I was thinking about this a lot yesterday, the whole, like, the playoffs is a crapshoot thing. And the more I thought about it, the more I came to the realization that the reason why you would say that is because analytics has a hard time. Like, analytics is is based on 162. So a lot of what happens in the playoffs is tough, like, is just to look at numbers. It's tough because, like, everything is ramped up in the playoffs, right? Guys just for some reason have a hard time with pressure in the playoffs. Like, how can Aaron Judge have the season he had in the regular season and then just not be good in the, the postseason? Because it's different. I mean, it's just the postseason well, is different. different. I mean, you say you see the elite of the elite in the postseason, right? And on top of that, it's just like some guys just don't do well with that kind of pressure. Like, uh, like sometimes you see stuff that's just not explainable. It's just the guy gets in; he's just in one of those zones. Like, you have a hard time explaining how the hell the Phillies ended up in the World Series. Like stuff like that happens, and it's it, it it's hard for the analytic analytic people because they're all based on on numbers and percentages that they use over 162. Exactly. It's based on the full season. It's based on taking on the Orioles and the Royals and the A's and the Angels, and you're going to you know put that in the mix, and you're going you're gonna to come to the conclusion that we're going to be better most nights than the other team, and they are. They are, but I, here, I don't think the Yankee fan cares anymore. I don't, I don't think the goal is to look at it on March 3rd and say, you know what, we're going to get in. I think the goal is, uh, what are we going to do when we're in? 
And the question is, are you better than Houston? And, and I don't know the answer. Now, Michael was on first take yesterday. He did a very nice job um, and got into the conversation of, and here, here he is, can the Yankees be better than the Astros? You should feel great, but there, there are question marks. I'm not going to sell you a complete championship right now because the Astros still are the best team in baseball at this point. But the Yankees have the potential to be better than them. Potential. 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 Because, wow. because they, they, How can we get there? They've got to battle at shortstop. Who's going to win that? They've got to battle in left field. Who's going to win that? They've got to stay healthy. I think the addition of Carlos Rodon was humongous because now it gives them a legitimate 1A after Garrett Cole. But the Astros are the last piece of the puzzle to solve. I will give you this one thing. They got swept by the Astros last year. And I'm not making excuses for the Yankees. Okay. They didn't have LeMayu. Benintendi was out. Yep. Matt Carpenter had missed two and a half months and was trying to rush back. Okay. If they had those three guys, I'm not saying they would have won that series, but they would have been really in it. Okay. Uh, I couldn't disagree with him more. Would you have been more in it than you? You got swept. Would you have won a game? Maybe. You you were not beating Houston last year. You you were not you were not beating the Houston Astros last year. They were the better team from top to bottom. Yeah, but they, forget about that though. But yeah, but you're not you're not. We're not focused on that. Doesn't matter. Benintendi's not here. It doesn't matter. Matt Carpenter's not here. Uh, but but oh, come on, the Matt Carpenter. The, we're gonna sit here and Matt Carpenter's the okay. savior. You picked him off the scrap heap, and he was great for you. But guess who's not here? Matt Carpenter. So my question to Michael would be how. How has it gotten better? Outside of Rodon, how has it gotten better? Well, he's going to say the, bull, the bullpen wasn't healthy. This is what they do. No, no, okay, but yet they, it's not that. Can, how do they hit? How do they hit? Is Aaron Judge going to have the same kind of season he had last season? I don't know how you could expect that. No, bad in the playoffs, so maybe that changes. Right? I mean, so tell me, like, they have a battle in left field. It's, what, what's, tell me the battle. It's, it's Cabrera against it's Hicks. Hicks. It's Cabrera. Yeah, but that, that's the battle that you don't know. It's not a great battle. The end game is not elite, but that's the battle. The battle for the Yankees is which, let's be honest, which mediocre guy is going to take the spot in left field? Yeah, and the unknown of shortstop. You already know the one option who's not great, and then what can Peraza be during the course of a full season? Or if Volpe just forces his way onto the team. And then you got third base, which apparently is not a battle because Josh Donaldson's going to play. They, lo- so, they love Josh Donaldson. Okay, so how does it get better? How do you get better than the Astros then? I, I don't I listen. Maybe you say they lost they lost a Cy Young Award winner. Maybe that I makes mean, them worse. Okay. If so facto, now you're better. I don't know. You never beat them. But the pitching hasn't been the problem for the Yankees. We're talking about the hitting. I, Rick, I don't I don't I'm I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I agree with you. I'm just I'm grasping at straws. I don't think the Yankees are better than Houston. I, I think I just Houston don't, is I, better. Like, I mean, I just don't know how it gets better. Unless you're just going to tell me that just all of a sudden in, in those big moments in the postseason, your best players show up and your best players. Like Aaron Judge has a better, I mean, what was Aaron Judge? One for 16 in the series against the Astros? So maybe, like, Judge is better. So maybe your hope is that, you know, regular season, obviously not 62 home runs, not historic. Good season, solid season, but postseason he's an animal. And that makes all the difference. I don't know. It feels kind of like your grassman straws here. But we'll see. Maybe maybe they will be better. Listen, they're going to be a good team. There's no doubt about that. Will they be better than Houston? Look at the, dude, I mean, just look at the infield for the Astros for a second. Just look at the infield. They add a Breu to first. They got Altuve, Bregman, and Pena. Come on. Yeah, it's a lot. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Uh, I'm not going to read his Twitter name because it's it's graphic. But um, he said, how did your Mets do last year? Stop it. Deal with your team and keep it moving. So what, what should we do? Solely discuss the Mets and not get into the Yankees at all on the show? The Mets have a left fielder. Right? I think the Mets. I, I think the Mets have real concerns. I, I don't love where the Mets are with with the DH spot. Right, we've talked about it, but I mean, the Mets have a, a left fielder. The Mets have a center fielder. The Mets have a right fielder. Right. Absolutely. Right. So I mean, the, right now the Yankees don't know who the shortstop is. They don't know who the left fielder is, and there's a lot of Yankees fans that don't like who the third baseman is. What what percentage of Yankee fans would you say like the third baseman? I would say it's a very small percentage. Right. I mean, I'm not RJ. trying to be. Ne- I'm not trying to be negative about no, the Yankees I think, I think at all. We're try- I mean, we're trying to bring honest conversation guard. to the table. How about this? How about this? It it caught me off guard. The thought of having IKF, who's not good defensively at shortstop, to the point where that you couldn't play him in the playoffs. Never played, never played the outfield. That he would be a man if lo- if lost if losing the starting shortstop position, he'd be a guy who had multiple roles, which like maybe playing the outfield. I don't want to see him in the outfield. Raymond, you're a Yankees fan. Does does it move the needle for you to see IKF in in the outfield? Is that an exciting <laughs> not, proposition for you? Not in the slightest. Well, be, okay, you're always honest with me, right? 
I yeah. think we I think we really do have that in our relationship. Do you think that Rick and I are being remotely unfair in no, our Yankees? No, abs- abs- absolutely not. The the Yankees deserve every bit of criticism you're giving them. More, more than you're giving them. In um, all honesty. Ur- Urbano tweets in Yankees will be fine. Trade deadline, make it to the postseason. No one remembers the boss anymore. Win it. Uh, or it's a failure, is completely forgotten. Who wants to think of a 100-win season as a failure? Lots of luck goes into winning the playoffs. You say lots of luck goes into the winning the playoffs, then why are the Astros there every single year? That's yeah, nonsense. Every single year. Stop it. And and no one said they're not going to be a team that is standing in the postseason and wins the division. But is that is it, does, is that move the needle for you at this point, if you're a Yankees fan, to get in? Or you want to win? No, you want to win. You want to get over. You want to find a way to get past the Astros. And last and year you got swept. It's the same thing. Let's go to the calls, Jason and Hoboke. And then I got a story which I don't think you're going to love in the nine o'clock hour. Good morning, Jay. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Um, the thing that really just honestly aggravates me about the Yankees list—they're a good team. They've been a good team for a long time. But the thing that really just drives me the wrong way is that our GM in 2018, Brian Cashman, said, I want to win a cha- I want to win championships, not a championship. When you put that narrative out there, you want to have the best of the best players, and you need to, you're going to have to have long-term key players at, 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 at every, almost every position. And you look at that, the Yankees really only have one in Aaron Judge, right? You have that, that, if you look at Houston, they're not, the Yankees are not close to them. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I, I hate them, but they're not. You have forever players over there, Bregman, Alvarez, Kyle Tucker. They just added Jose Abreu. People don't understand. That guy's been a 30 and 100 player for the past five, six, seven years. He won an MVP a couple of years ago. They're not, they're not close to this team, and they're going to be good this year. But this narrative that the GM has set out there, when I hear that, I'm expecting that you're going to go out and do whatever means necessary to be, to be uh, a championship caliber team. And they, they haven't put that out there. It's just surprising that you go into the season not really knowing about a couple key positions that you already knew were were going to be issues moving forward. Like you knew shortstop was like needed to be upgraded, and you did nothing. And the thought I, was, I, that, I guess the the hope is that Volpe's going to be ready, right? That's got to be the or hope. Peraza, right? No, no, but I, I I guess okay. So one of those young guys is not going to make the team because you can't take both because they what they have to play. But then the other option being IKF who you couldn't play last year in the biggest spots. So why is that Why is that the competition I think Yankee fan would say to you? Why is that the other option? If the two kids show they can't play, why is the option now IKF when you told us last year that he can't play? Right. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I can't answer that for you, and that's what would be so frustrating to me. I, I guess the, the, the thought has to be that one of those two guys is going to be able to, to, to run with the shortstop role, right? You didn't, you didn't trade them for a reason. You stand by Volpe. You won't trade him. You stand by Peraza. You won't trade him. At, at some point, and i got to think this is the year, you're going to get something something of value with them as your starting shortstop. One of them is going to have to make the team, it feels like, yeah. Have to. But I agree with you. I said it the other day. How in the world could you run it back? I almost feel like I wish we would disagree so we could at least you know be combative a little bit. But how can you how can you bring back IKF and, and when you didn't play him in the biggest games last season, say, all right, t- run with it again. Because we have no confidence in you, but you're the best thing we have. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I have no real need. Maybe this is just me, and maybe this is Yankees fans that feel different. I have no real need to see him in the lineup, I guess is my point. If Peraza wins the job, and you need someone to spell him at short, I would rather see Cabrera be the guy that spells him at short or spells Aaron Hicks in left field if he doesn't win the job. I'd rather him be the utility guy. Yeah, I don't need to see IKF. 
I don't need to see him. And then I got DJ LeMay who can play second, first, and third. Like, I, maybe that's it for me. I just don't, I don't need to see him. Like, I don't, well, who, do I'm in no rush people, to try to get him in the lineup. You think there are people pining and like, oh, God, I, I got I to gotta see IKF? No. I think anybody's desperate to see IKF you know, playing left field or shortstop or anywhere. I think we know what IKF is. He's 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 a he's a utility guy. Now, if you said we're going to play him, you know, one day a week in left field and one day a week at shortstop and one day a week at third base, I I I can get into that. But we have to find a spot for IKF to play. Why? Why? Well, I'm not even saying. But I'm not even saying that. It's not that they have to find a play. I mean, they're, what they're telling you is that he'll be a utility guy. That he'll play some third. He can play some short, and they'll try to play him in the outfield. What I'm saying to you is, I don't even need to see that. So like you already have, like I don't have a problem with him getting a little bit of time. No, but you already have. For what reason, though? Peraza, I want playing. What are the whoever the shortstop is? I want playing every day. What? Well, but but what, the guy's going to get one day a week off. Why? You're not going to play him every single day because they don't. Why do can't that. he play every single day? They don't play guys every single oh, day. Okay, so the Braves can do it a week. Okay, so say he plays 150 games. I'd rather see Cabrera play shortstop then, when he's not playing. Yeah, but I got we're, we're, we're under the assumption that one of those already. guys is not going to make the team, aren't we? No, I would. Okay, so you're not getting my point. I would rather have Cabrera and Peraza make the team. Is what I'm saying to you. I understand what you're saying, but I'm telling you, the Yankees, for some reason, feel beholden to when they make a move and they bring in a guy that they have to milk every ounce of of juice out of the thing, and that they're going to find a way to get him time. Well, I'm not of the same mindset. I have no. I, I agree no real with you. Rush to try to get him in a lineup. I don't understand. Listen, I feel the same way about Brett Beatty and Vientos and, and Alvarez. I'd like to see those guys. Yeah, but you don't. But but the thing with those guys is you don't hate the other option. Though. I don't. Yeah, but what I don't understand is why in September of last year could you put Alvarez on the biggest of stages and say go out there and let's see what you can do? Because you were desperate. So so that's what it was. You were just desperate. Yeah, you were desperate. You're looking for something. I just, I don't understand. I find it to be very frustrating. Well, I think you do understand, but you're frustrated by it. But I, there aren't a lot of Mets fans. If Brett, if Brett Beatty doesn't make the team, there's not a Mets fan, or maybe there's a couple, but I'm not one of them, that doesn't feel okay with with Escobar being the third Escobar baseman. Escobar is fine, yes. I think that's fair. Right. And you just made a deal for a catcher. I, the, the bigger point is, and this is not a slight to IKF, but maybe it is, is that... If it's not the young kid, you don't love the the backup. You don't love the option. You don't love the veteran that's sitting there if the young kids don't capture the job. No. Because I guess my question would be, what what does he do? Like, what does he do that impresses you? He's never played left field. He does, It's not like he's a terrific hitter. He doesn't hit for power. That's what they tell you all the time, how important it is, right? You got you to gotta move guys around the bases. He, it's the last thing he does. Well, he didn't have a good, he was not, he did not live up to what you were expecting. Maybe, maybe he'll be better this coming season. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, 
marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.